Hey y'all, I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Are you a chicken mouth-loving mama or daddy? Together we'll dive into the latest poultry keeping adventures, chat about everyday life, with a generous mix of some hilarious stories. Bringing you fascinating interviews with poultry owners from all over. You'll find tips and basic advice from your local veterinarian, along with new chicken keeping gadgets and reviews. I'm going to see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma has to say about that. We're going to encourage and help you build a stronger, healthier flock. Let's go see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma is up to. Let's go let these heifers out. I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome back. We're so excited to have you with us today. Today's episode is going to be a short one. Yes, you are just getting me this week. We will be back next week with our regular scheduled guest interviews and exciting stories. Today, we're going to do a little week in review. We're going to answer a few questions that we received over on our Instagram. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Miss Emmy, which is Wilma's daughter. She was egg bound this week. For those who don't know, I have a house chicken named Miss Pumpkin. Miss Pumpkin is an old English game bird bantam. Miss Pumpkin was hatched out on Halloween. I don't know who her mom was. It was kind of a mystery. At that time, Mama Mary had four babies of her own. And I went to check on the bantam coop. And when I opened the door, I heard chirping. I searched for a few minutes and I found this tiny little bantam chick all alone. No mother around, which is very unlike a mama hen. They do not leave their babies. So I waited a few minutes uh, once the babies started chirping to see if the mama hen would come back in. And I waited. No mama hen showed up. So I transferred a pumpkin into the maternity ward with Mama Mary. This was at night. And I gently slipped her under there. And by morning time, Miss Mary took this baby as her own. Now, I will say that a good mama hen will not leave her babies. Obviously, this kid, this pumpkin, had a mama. Where that mama was, I don't know. That heifer flew the coop. Now, this was very exciting news because not all mama hens will accept baby chicks that are not hers. But she did. She took in Miss Pumpkin and away they went. Well... Mama Mary is not a long-term kind of mom, like Coco will sit with her babies for at least three to four months. Mama Mary is, okay, they've got feathers, they're six weeks, I'm out of here. So Mama Mary left the baby chicks and I put her in with, back in with the big flock. Well, that left Pumpkin, which is a Old English Game Bird Bantam, so she is small, with four other siblings or hatchmates that were like three times her size. So they did end up bullying her. So that is how Pumpkin ended up inside with me. And she has been there. She is now 17 weeks old. So she has been in the house with me for 11 weeks. And I have grown rather attached to this tiny little pumpkin. She is sassy and she is funny. 
She loves to snuggle and she has learned some simple commands. I can hold up my arm and I can say up and wherever she is, she will fly to my arms. And I know a lot of my listeners actually have house chickens. They have pet chickens that live inside. We have received so many crazy messages about how unhealthy it is for the chicken, how it's even abuse to have pumpkin inside with me as a house chicken. Now, our goal is to eventually put Miss Pumpkin outside. This all occurred during winter, so it was very, very cold. I brought her inside to heal up from the bullying and to keep her safe. Well, it turned very cold. We had snowstorms after snowstorms. I couldn't take her from being inside and then just throwing her outside into the cold. It is just now warming up. So I have been taking Miss Pumpkin outside on little field trips and introducing her to the flock while she's still in a pen, but outside so she is safe, but they all can see her. Now I did introduce her this week to little Joe, which is an old English game bird bantam. He is the same breed and the same coloring as um, Miss Pumpkin, and he instantly was smitten with Miss Pumpkin. So our goal is to put these two together out on our farm as a little couple. But the hate messages that we receive saying that this is abuse is insane. Do people not have ferrets or rabbits or guinea pigs or parrots? Come on, y'all. Y'all can do better than that, right? I hope so. I hope your mama taught you better because some of these messages we've received is quite crazy. Stop it. Our next question is about Mr. Jangles. Does a rooster need to be humanly aggressive to be a good provider and a protector for your hens? That's not the question. This is a question I'm giving to you. The question that I received was, if Mr. Jangles was aggressive towards me or human aggressive, would I keep him? Would he be a part of my flock? Now, I don't want to get any hate messages for this, but if Mr. Jangles was violent towards me, if I could not walk out into my own yard and just hang out or collect the eggs or check on my hens, because you want to be able to get close enough to your hens to make sure that they are okay, physically okay. So if I have an aggressive rooster that is preventing that, my answer is no. If Mr. Jangles was human aggressive, the answer would be no. He would not be Mr. Jangles because Mr. Jangles is about kindness and compassion and he is tough and rugged, but he's also tenderhearted and he's sweet. Mr. Jangles does a fabulous job of keeping all his ladies safe and without having to flog me at the same time. Now, this is not telling you what you should do in your own flock. I'm telling you my flock because this was directed at Mr. Jangles and my thoughts on the subject. But I do stand on if the rooster is preventing you from handling your hands, you may want to rethink a few things. But that is just my opinion. You can let me know. What do you think? Do you keep your rooster even though it's humanly aggressive because you just love them? Is it manageable? What are your tips? Um, 
Any insight that you would like to give us, you can share with us. But I still stand on my answer. So this week, I went out and I noticed Emmy, which is Wilma's daughter, wasn't looking well. When you spend enough time with your girls, you can tell the signs instantly that something is off. Miss Emmy had her head down, she wasn't scratching around, and she had that penguin walk going on. So I scooped her up, which was quite easy because I do hang out with them quite a bit. And into the house we went. I did an initial exam. I checked for lice, mites, injuries. Does she have bumblefoot? Um, is her crop fine? You know, what is going on with this hand? And she had none of those things. No injuries, no lice, no mites. Her crop was nice and full, which means she had eaten that day. She looked good. So we moved on to the Epsom salt bath. I filled up a tub with nice warm water, added some Epsom salt, and I soaked her for about 15 to 20 minutes. Now during this time, I decided I was going to crush up a adult Tums plain. If you have powdered calcium, they have that online. I did not have that on hand, so I crushed up a Tums. She was eating and drinking, so giving her the Tums in the water was easy. We didn't have to struggle there. I also, after her Epsom salt bath and a blow dry, I put on a glove and I lubed up to check her vent. And this must be done very carefully because if she does have an egg in there, you do not want to crush or crack the egg. So I very gently did an internal vent check. I didn't feel anything, but that doesn't mean she wasn't egg bound a little further up. I made her a nice little area in my downstairs bathroom. I gave her water and I gave her food. She was happy to have both of them. She still was doing the waddle. So I shut the door and I gave her some privacy. Later on that evening, I went and checked on her. She was still eating. She was still drinking, but she was still in that stance. So I gave her another Epsom salt soak before bedtime, 15 to 20 minutes, I did a blow dry and I put her back in there and I turned the light out because you want it to be as less stressful as possible. You want a minimum of stress on the hen. An egg bound hen needs attention very quickly. If this had not, if she had not improved in the morning, that morning time, I would have taken her to the vet because you can lose a bird very, very quickly with an egg bound. The next morning, she was doing a bit better. She was standing up more more erect and she was walking around but she still didn't look well so I gave her another Epsom salt bath gave her a little bit more Tums I gave her some crushed eggshells and I let her be well by that evening she had laid an egg so my heart went whoo but I always like to wait until the second or third day to see if they lay another egg and she did so after that I was very happy, very, very happy. And she was up moving around. She was trying to bust up out of my bathroom. So I moved her out to the maternity ward, which is one of my coops specifically for mamas and their hands. So it's very safe. Everyone can see them because I don't want to risk the chance of pulling her out for too long and then having a hard time getting her back into the flock. So she spent another two nights in the maternity ward, which she laid an egg every day. So that was two more eggs. 
So that evening at roost time, I put her back into the big coop with the main flock. And the next couple of days, she has been absolutely fabulous. I will keep a very close eye on her, though, to see if anything else comes out of that. I don't know about y'all, but I am so ready for spring. I have worked all week, the last two weeks, actually getting together my raised beds, prepping my big veggie garden because we have a very large vegetable and fruit garden. And I'm also making a few landscape changes. But I realized today, which most people who have chickens know that chickens and gardens can be a tricky thing. So today I went and bought a ton of fencing that we are going to fence around some of the main areas. My chickens have always been pasture ranged, always. We take the risk. Um, we, thankfully, we have not lost any from that. I do have dogs that roam that protect them. But to keep everyone safe and to keep the neighbor's tomatoes safe, we are fencing in a huge area that will surround all of their chicken coops. Most of my coops are attached to a run, and Mr. Jingles and his flock does have a run, but I want something more, feels more natural to them since they are pasture range. Now, I don't know how this will go. I don't know if this will stress my flock out. We will see. This will be a very large area. We do have seven acres here, so I'm very grateful for the land that I can give to my chickens and still protect my vegetable gardens and my neighbor's tomato plants. If y'all have any questions at all, you can always send them to WilmaTheWonderHand at gmail.com and we just may answer them here on our podcast. We hope y'all have a great week and we will be back next week with some exciting guests. And if you would like to be a guest on Wilma the Wonderhand podcast, you can also email us at that same email address. We have so many stories to share. We are in contact with so many people that their stories are mind-blowing. It it is amazing what chickens have done for families, whether it be for emotional support. And uh, there's just so many benefits from chicken keeping. And I cannot wait to share them with you. Keeping chickens have so many benefits. A lot of our listeners, you can go back and listen to those podcasts. They have changed so many people's lives. A lot of them are used for companion pets. They help with emotional stability, but they also help with feeding your family, sustainability. I hear stories of kids who have been in trouble or maybe they've gone astray or had a hard time relating to other people. And through chicken keeping, through um, having the responsibility of taking care of a small flock, it has really changed their outlook. It's changed their attitudes. I think everyone in America who wants chickens should be able to keep chickens. We have so many exciting things coming to Wimble the Wonder Hen. We are building a brand new website and there's some new merchandise we have coming out for spring. We are so excited. And if it wasn't for y'all, we would not be here. And it warms my heart. And I know it warms Wilma's heart, even though it's cold as a rock. We are so privileged and so honored to have y'all come along with us. 
because without y'all, we wouldn't be here, and we are so grateful. We love y'all. Bye, y'all. We'll see you next time. I'm Mel, and you're listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Come on, y'all. Let's go let these heifers out. <laughs>